Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Aaron Neesmith has scored. Everyone's smiling. Perfect. John Ovation is alive. Perfect. John at the bottom of the roster. No brown. <laughs> the bottom of the roster. No he should be at least yeah. midway through the roster. I think that's, that's what John was. Starting. That's why he led with that. Exactly. Aaron Neesmith did it, oh, folks. So it's aspirational. He scored. <laughs> and Peyton Pritchard ran around fast. That was something that you guys texted me about. <laughs> I was like, oh, what did I miss? I was like, he looks at the box score says he didn't score. And you're like, well, he ran. I'm like, oh, terrific. He, That's no, he opened there. things up. Well, yeah. That's exactly um, but he did for. not break away from the pack. Like my guy, Neesmith showed signs of being able to do tonight. It's amazing what can happen when you he give a shot. him the opportunity. He did he, because, because he was he, able to take a shot. He made right. a shot. Yeah, and again, which is what he does. By double digits. Which is what he does. And you know what? They could have used one of his shots two nights ago. What he did? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's let's discuss. Okay, we started. Let's just start. Okay. Let's go. I, I I don't know. I, I'm curious the mood of the people here as they still kind of flood in. You know, uh, coming in. Um, but this was a horrible game against a horrible team. And I don't know how else you put it that way. And the Celtics scored 92 points, which really against the Magic is like scoring 60 points against a real team. So this was a gross effort. John doesn't the whole, care about defense with the program. At all. The, the whole first, the whole first half. This wasn't defense. This was Orlando being offensively challenged. Okay, this was the defense was great. It was fine. You thought it was great, Bobby? <laughs> yeah, eight blocks through that portion in the in the third quarter, getting out on three point shooters. I, I thought it was good and good only because one, they won and two, they beat a team they were supposed to. And three, they weren't relying on shot making to win. I though that's to me was a big takeaway for me. The fact that they actually won a game and didn't have to shoot lights out to do so. Yeah. Uh, because, right. you know, but this game, you know what? This game, when they won games, they averaged like 123 points in victories. So for them to kind of have to, I wouldn't say grind it out, but certainly not win based upon how well they shot the ball is huge. But to John's point, Orlando sucks. This I mean, is a yeah. brutally yeah. bad team. Yeah, but when you they gotta, go back and look at the film and they look at all the open shots that Orlando missed, they're going to be like, damn. Celtics did what they had to do. Look, this is when you're a good team and, and when you're playing well and you run into a game like this and you drag ass in the first half and then you're like, okay, how much effort do I have to put into winning? 12 minutes ought to do it and you do it. 
and then you win and you're like that's great you need a few of those games this was one of those games it's not a feel-good game but it's right. a game that like okay all i need is about 12 minutes of effort and that's good enough to beat a team like this well and you they said they weren't a good team though you said they weren't a good. no 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 but i'm saying that's that's you you make that take when you're a good team and you're like great we got away with one so in this case they got that's all they needed to beat a really, really, really bad team. And they did it. And that's great. And if they lost, it would be, oh my God, all, all hell breaks loose. So yes, they won. <laughs> yeah, how many positive well, how many positives are you taking out of the game? Like if we this... were looking, we were looking for a lot of things. We haven't even gotten to the real story, which we will later. But what did you like from this game? Obviously, Jalen good, Tatum bad. What did you like in terms of cohesion, ball movement, team defense, things like that? Like, what did you guys see that you liked here? This was the second game where I thought defensively they did a better job of, of not switching every damn possession. They actually tried to stay attached to the man they're guarding. And, and, and to me, when you're doing that and then you would occasionally have you switch out, that's okay. But you have to at least make an effort to keep your ass attached to the man you're guarding. I thought they did a better job of that for the most part tonight against Orlando. But again, uh, Orlando sucks, man. I mean, there's, there's no way of getting around it. This is a badass team. Uh, I, I, they're going to have one of the top three picks in the draft. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind about that. They're that bad. That's true. That's true. But given with everything that's happened, though, I think this was a good win for the Celtics because they stuck with the program on the offense, right? They kept moving the ball. There was no, you know, selfish playing. There was no ISO. And I feel like the fact that they came out with that energy, especially in the second half, after halftime, I don't know if they heard about the Woj report or not. Maybe that was something that was in the locker room saying, hey, guys, let's go out and show everyone, you know, Maybe, maybe not. Either way, they stuck with it. You know, it's tedious It's to them. You know, it's hard to get out of their way sometimes, but they stuck with it. You know what, John? I think he would have felt a lot worse if this team won and they had to make 23 pointers to get there. You know? Yeah, like, no, no, no. It, it's, it, I feel it's... like that's that's good. You know, it was ugly. It wasn't a pretty win. They were know. suffocating to open the third. They hold, you could held say the it wins a win, but they stuck 11. with the program. I mean, I think that's what – that's what stands out the most here, that third quarter in particular. I, I know it's you know it's just a it's a, it's a tough one to assess in that regard because like you're saying, okay, they won a game without having to shoot the lights out, which is great. But I'm also insanely concerned with ten for thirty seven from three, um, and Jason Tatum going, you know, four from sixteen and one of six again. Like these are bad things you know and like it's great but i mean i wonder how many nba teams you beat with an effort like this whatever whatever defense that you saw aside here this was not like a super pretty uh you know yeah. performance from them yeah, well, they're gonna have to be a defense a too. i'm worried we, about we knew that coming into the year shooting's bad the playmaking's questionable they gotta scrap by by you know putting together large sections of stops throughout the course of a game and that's what they're gonna have to do whether it's orlando Toronto's not a great team either, and that's a team that took them to took it to them. And the Magic did proportions in the first half to come out and clamp a team down for almost an entire quarter, like the Celtics did in the third tonight. You know, this isn't. It's a young team. It's an inexperienced team in Orlando, but they're not a bad team. There's talent here. Suggs. Wait, what? Uh, they're a bad team. Talent, there's some scoring talent on this roster. Cole Anthony can bring it to you. They well, he's not. He's not starting to stop you at the other end of the floor. I know, but he's, I'm saying in terms of what the, the Celtics did on the defense. Yeah, that's well, true. They, the, the thing about Orlando is that, you, Bobby, they, they do have some some serviceable players, but this is not a good team. And I, I didn't feel that the Celtics locked them up as much as Orlando just didn't make shots at that most NBA teams, I think, have guys who can make. This game would have been a lot closer if they would have played a better 
slightly better team. But again, you can't pick who you play when you play them. You just simply play the games on the schedule. And this is the Celtics credit. They handled their business. They got the win. Now tomorrow, that that's going to test them. Well, mm-hmm. let, I mean, we'll get there. We'll, we'll we'll get there for sure. But for right. real, just on this game alone, are you coming away from it with a good feeling? Bad feeling or meh? You know, I'm, I'm coming. Meh. I'm meh. Meh. Yeah. I'm, Jim, Jimmy, we haven't heard much from you. Go. Well, I can't get a freaking word in. I mean, everyone's well, jumping all over each other here. You're late. Everyone's jumping <laughs> all over each other. This is like. This wow. Is like, you couldn't. You couldn't hold on to it. Huh? This is like Jay late. I was on time. I just couldn't get my my shit together. Jimmy just pinned it on the glass. Yeah. All right. All right. Then I'm. Then I'm. I'm going to bring receipts to every show where I'm waiting for somebody's ass on this show. John's John was Frozen trying to hold back right those words. They We're just gonna... came out. Was I was trying good. to be funny fumbling with the camera, and I messed it up. This is exactly what you get. Anyways. Um... <laughs> We're going to call you Jalen. Come get the ball, Jimmy. Let's go. It's, it's... Oh! Right now. It's <laughs> with the block. I'm Marcus Smart standing in the corner complaining and bitching about it after the game. <laughs> Um, all right, back on track here. Uh, I unplugged I thought, my camera trying to be funny, fumbling good. stuff like yeah, you well, were beforehand. It's the best you've looked. That's what you get. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you um, get. Speak, I don't Jimmy, even know speak. where the hell I was. Listen, if, you want, if, if you've been following the Magic at all, which I'm sure most of us haven't, you know that they've been keeping games relatively competitive. Yes, they've been losing, but they're not just rolling the ball to the court and taking an L. I mean, this was by far their lowest scoring game of the season. They did beat the Knicks, a Nets, the team. Or sorry, the Knicks, a team that you guys couldn't beat earlier this season. They've competed with others. Now the Celtics are you. Jimmy's disassociated himself. Yeah, it's not we. Like, <laughs> Never been we. Go find me. Go find a time where I've said we. You will this, not I know, but now the Celtics. The Celtics are you. Yeah, they're they're like you. They're more like ugh, you. You disgusting piece of pile or whatever. Um, so. I'm going to say it was it's a win. I'm not going to crown the Celtics because you know what that means? That means that you you're not holding them to the same standard that you were when the season started. You, don't, you just because they came out of the gate so freaking flat doesn't mean that we should now hold them to those standards like oh, a good win over the want want Orlando Magic. Like it mean, it shouldn't really mean not a hold out in the grand scheme, but after what we just saw 2 days ago, after a reportedly horrible <laughs> What does that even mean? I don't even know. You got your little shirt. Yeah. Your French yeah, uh, striped shirt. This is actually nautical. What do you mean? See. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I just got off my boat. That's why I was late. Yeah, how's um, this time of year? Charlie guy. Hustle over here. Um, coming off the loss that they just had and coming off of what sounded like a very entertaining uh, plane ride, uh, at least they could scratch out a win here. Now, they might still be at each other's throats, and I'm very interested to see what comes out of postgame, assuming any of the players talk. The most interesting part of this whole game was the halftime report on ESPN. It wasn't even, <laughs> wasn't even I know. on I'm the tr- same game. I'm but, trying to slow play yeah, it. Yeah, we'll get to it. I know. talk about the game but, a little, but yeah. Right, but you have to consider the fact that, that Joe Sway's favorite conversation occurred, and they still were able to put out a win, even after whatever the hell went on We don't even know that if game. that occurred, but... Garden Report is brought to you, as always, by our exclusive wagering partner, Bet Online. Go to betonline.ag, use the code CLNS50 for a 50% welcome bonus on your initial deposit. Bet Online is back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. 
a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, contests. Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. Once again, use the code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your initial deposit. From football to basketball, boxing, your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Once again, Bet Online, where the game starts. Use the code CLNS50 for 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Well, I don't know how it could yeah, have. Why you guys buying this whole breakfast thing from Brad? Well, we'll get to that too, I imagine. But, anyways, that's my take on the game. I was fine with the game. I mean, they, they, they got the win. I expected a win. And we would have been absolutely trashing them if they lost. So at least it's worth acknowledging some of the things that they did well, while also knowing that, yeah, there are still some glaring issues. Tatum doesn't look right. He does not. Jalen I mean, Brown looked, looked fine. I mean, Jalen Brown was carrying them in that first half. I thought, you know, it's, it's again, it's mind-boggling, I guess, sometimes the way um, he can turn it on in spurts. And the thing, the thing that you just pointed out, Jimmy, about uh, Tatum – I don't know if there is something up with him because I don't know if you guys noticed it or not, but at the last home game, every time Tatum came off the court, he immediately right jumped mic. on yeah, the mic. I know. Yeah. And, and, I, and he wasn't the only one that did Remember that. The, but which I, game I was it? What he he pulled up in one game and 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 he and he, remember he grabbed at the calf. Mm -hmm. That's the game. I, I don't Charlotte. know if that's a. I don't know if that's the first time he went to the bike, but he did right after that. And he's right. been on the bike every single break since. I just can't remember if he was doing it before or not. See, I can't remember either, but it, it, I don't remember it being something that Tatum did with any type of regularity when we were around him. No. Uh, and Because with Al doing it, I get it because Al. Al's end of last season, wasn't he on the bike, right? He was doing was that? it at the end of last season when he came back from COVID. He was doing right. it. End of last season, he was doing it. Yeah. So. Right. There's yeah, there's got to be some speculation there. Is is he is something tight? You know, is is he's not moving the way he the should? The finishing's or, weird. Is, That's the weird. Is there something part, right? with he his point blank? And then just if it's lower body, then that can explain a lot. You know, if if, yeah. if that can explain the shot being off, that can explain the lack of explosiveness yeah. or willingness to go to the rim. We just don't know. And it would be, I mean, I guess Bobby, next time you're in the uh, or Sherrod or Joe Sway, any of you guys who are, I mean, um, he was equal opportunity missing. He missed. He missed. He missed like six shots in the paint. I mean, uh, you know, he had a bad preseason too. You know, he was all over the place. Wise. I, he made yeah. two. He, he had he had six shots within you know inside the free throw line. Eight shots within the free throw line. He made two. You know, mm -hmm. uh, so I mean, and you know, the one three one what made one long two missed one long two. That's his whole ball game right there. It was a brutal day. I mean, brutal. He can't score from anywhere. So we were talking about it beforehand. Is he like? I mean. He's not able to do anything with um, if he's not knocking. That's the problem with Tatum. If he's not knocking down those test contested shots with regularity, you don't really have to respect any part of his game because he's not blowing by you. And even if he does, he's not an exceptional finisher. So you can really play him straight up. It's not like he's got that super quick first step where he's just going to beat you. He's only going to do that if you're overplaying the shot because you don't want him to put it in your eye. But when he's not hitting those, you almost want him to take that shot right now. Um, so, yeah, go ahead. No, I was, I was just going to say that he, he's got to figure out a way to be significantly impactful when his shot isn't falling. I, I look back at the, you know, I, I had a chance to watch the Suns play New Orleans uh, the other night. And 
Devin Booker was absolutely garbage shooting the ball. Yet yeah. he came up with steals. He blocked a shot at the rim. And you're talking about your, your starting shooting guard blocking shots at the rim. He did so many little things that, yeah, he wasn't making shots. But, damn it, he was making his presence felt in other ways where you knew he was not just engaged, but he was impactful. Tatum's got to figure out what can he do when shots aren't falling for him. That is part – when Marcus Smart was talking about guys, you know, just have to basically be better – that to me is part of what Tatum's deal is. He's already proven he can score with anyone and everyone in the league. But what can you do to help your team win besides scoring and making shots? Yeah, that's a great point. No, and, and it seems so like so far he nothing. Because I, I, I mean, honestly, see, he'll have games where he'll get a, a decent amount of rebounds, but rebounds it's not a rebound. Nice, no. but they don't necessarily put your imprint on a game the way a block at the rim or a big steal or rebounds a nice are. Usually you were there, you know, like, I mean, well, it's not some guys always, know but, where to be. Yeah. Some guys know where to be. Some guys make a, a habit of doing it. And that's not Tatum's game. They don't, I don't really necessarily think that they're like wanting him to, to do that. But to Sherrod's point, you got to be more than just Tatum's somebody gonna who can have score 10 rebounds 25 a he night. Does. He's got the size, I mean, he's got the length, he's got the well, pedigree. Well, it's fine because it's a team effort. You're not, you know, yeah. you know, just right. one beast under there, uh, you know, cleaning up the board. So it's understandable. Tatum misses but... box outs a lot. He does. He, he's got to Nobody boxes out. It's the NBA. Yeah, but you can't let you know, a guy you know walk what, right by you for putbacks. It's it's not so much, and we've talked about it, it's not so much the personal stats. It's, it's the he's wins and losses. He's not beasting for these rebounds, yeah, by the it, way. No. He's not like... Be, you know, going up and out. Fight. No, it's just he's there and he's grabbing boards when he's in the right place defensively. They're not like he's not up there battling guys for rebounds. They're not impressive, like fight for the rebound rebounds. They're just rebound. They're empty calories right now. So uh, pointing out that he gets 10 rebounds. They're I, bad I rebounding think, team. Yeah, yeah, they are. And someone's got to grab those misses. But I mean, he's not out there, you know, going up and over and getting like really, really contested rebounds. He's just getting the balls that are coming off the rim. For the most part. I mean, I'm trying to remember, you know. Well, it's better than fourth quarter of last game where they didn't get one single defensive rebound. Well, when a team shoots 82% quarter, for the quarter, it's there's not yeah, a lot of misses. Well, no, I, think there, I think they had three misses that they didn't get the rebound. You got to get one. <laughs> yeah. Well, you that know? goes back to – and that goes back to not having any transition offense and not – and end up in, ending up in ISO mode. And that's when you find guys – and that's, you know, what Marcus Smart was talking about. But – it was a very unique situation the way that that quarter went because there were just zero stops, like literally zero stops. So you don't get those transition buckets. You don't get guys whipping the ball around up, you know, with a guy lagging, a defender lagging in, in, the, in behind. That was actually the Celtics for that quarter. They were the team that was doing that that quarter. So that played a, a huge part into that um, Bulls comeback. But, you know, for me, when it's, when it's talking about Tatum and Brown, yeah, you want to see them pad the stats and all that. But the only things like Celtics fans should care about is the wins and losses and closing out these games and doing whatever it takes to win. If that means 10 rebounds one night and 15 points, fine. If that means 35 points one night and five rebounds, fine. It doesn't really matter what the stat lines are. If, as long as you're doing what it takes to get your team wins. And a lot of people are, are wondering if these guys are winners and if these guys can get players around them to play better and win games and win championships and get to the NBA finals. That's really what it comes down to. Thing I saw that mattered too with what we're going to talk about is 
deferring a smart a little bit late in that third quarter. You saw a nice run of smart on the ball, making three or four plays there where they put this game away effectively there. And, you know, Tatum was willing to bounce it off to him there and run, let him run a few sets, find Horford underneath, get a nice floater to go. Even dish it a smart for a three on one of those plays there. Smart's getting a little bit better now. I think we're starting to see him come out of this early season slump that he's in and, it was nice to see them actually play off each other a little bit there and give Smart an opportunity to run the offense because it looks good, looks smooth when he was running it late in that third quarter. So maybe Smart has some semblance of a point there in terms of just getting more looks throughout the course of a game. Although, you know, going back to what Ime said pregame, seems like they got just the right amount of Smart that they want right now. I don't think there's going to be a ramp up in his future. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was a pretty funny quote from Ime uh, pregame which was basically addressing the Marcus Smart, uh, you know, standing in the corner. He's like, he's going to stand in the corner sometimes, you know, like it's pretty much what he said. Yeah. He's like, look, he's Marcus isn't the guy. He's not the but guy. Why is it going to be the corner? There. He's not. It's not the corner as much as it is. Sometimes no, he's, yeah, like, he's going to be off speech. the ball. But that's he's actually what they need space, damn it. <laughs> but that's actually what they do as a team. I posted this screen grab yesterday that got a lot of uh, attention on Twitter, and everybody's just standing at the yeah, line. You still don't see you still don't <laughs> see cutting on this team. You still don't see that off ball movement. They can't shoot at the three point line, but everyone's still camped in the corner, camped on the wings. The movement it's improved slightly this year, but you still just see a lot of isolation and guys standing around. And when you don't have shooters, it's not the best looks when we talk about like how bad isolation is for this team. Yeah. So why is it so much easier for someone like Jalen Brown to mesh in with the program? You know, like tonight it just seemed effortless in a sense, right? Like whether it was attacking the rim transition or just as approach. Jalen does a better job of mixing it up. When you compare with Tatum, yeah, he does a better job mixing it up. I mean, we'll see Tatum mix it up, but it's when the, when the shots are falling. He also finishes better. He made, he had six shots. He had seven, he had seven running good pick and rolls, but he also finishes around the rim. He had seven attempts, I think inside, inside the lane and he made them all. So like, that's a difference between him and Brown. He gets to the cup and he finishes. That's also something. I mean, him and Tatum. That's also something that he does better. I just think um, he sees the floor better. You know, I just think he's he, he has so far this year. IQ or I mean, Jalen. It just seems like it's it's the the more these guys are playing together, you see the difference between when, the two. When Jalen gets a guy on skates, he's got a huge advantage because he's and he got goes that, at him and he goes right yeah. at him. Whereas again, Tatum is a lot more deliberate, right. um, and it's just different. And a lot of times, especially going to his left. He gets stuck in these little weird things where he does this scoop um, and he's not going strong. Whereas Jalen right. will Brad's explode and go strong. You know, who, who's putting up comments? I'm going to guess Jimmy. No, not Bobby. me. I have not too, been yeah. touching it. I have not been touching Bobby's it. smiling is Bobby. Um, so we're going to get there, I guess. I'm not um, logged in. I'm not logged in, so it can't be me. Uh, very quickly, we're going to give a quick shout out. We're going to get oh. calm. We're going to get calm first, then we're going to talk this about... such uh, a good deal. We're going to talk about stuff that was not very calm uh, prior to the game. <laughs> uh, so we're going to talk about that as well. But first, we want to tell you about our sponsor, Calm. Uh, it is uh the number one app for sleep and meditation and uh it is uh, uh the the sponsor of the garden report post game show it is also it's it's basically lebron james and us it's, that's that's what calm is all about it's lebron and the garden report um so right. one right. in one a yeah exactly one in one a i don't know which one's which but yeah that's it this um, is a really good deal it's like what is it 40 what, 42 well, for the year 
Yeah. I mean, I would say it's the official. That's not not bad. It's the official listening app for Celtics fans this season because I turned it on again tonight. (laughs) It'll get you to the first quarter. I to listen to King of the Sleeping City. As soon as I got that. Bobby, I'm not going to have your slander again tonight, buddy. This is good stuff. (laughs) Yeah. John got an email last night. I'm not going to have this slander right now. No, there's lots of good stuff in here. All right, all right, all right, all right. Um, As soon as that Woj report came up, I just turned it on. I plastered it a surround sound. What was it called that I put on? I have it right here. The Woj report hits the airwaves, and I'm right watching this. I put on emergency calm. I put this wow. on this surround sound, emergency calm. <laughs> I said, not tonight. Deep breath. This, this Forget was for, emergency podcast, I'm, emergency I'm, calm. This was, this was under Woj's report right there. So it didn't, didn't even bother me. I'm losing my calm, and it has nothing to do with you guys. I'll tell you why in a second. Um, <laughs> oh, I bet you're trying to do this read. No, 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 not at all. It has nothing <laughs> to do with you guys you at all. You like my read. The re- no, no, no. That's, it's calm.com slash calm.com. Slash Calm. garden. So C A L M dot com slash garden. Limited time, forty percent off a premium subscription. All of us have it right now. Um, we do. We're all on a it's trial. Like 40, Fifty a month, guys. Come on. It's Sign nothing. Up. It's nothing. It's good stuff. Emergency it's- calm. Yeah. Emergency calm. We take it. We we literally listen to it every it after every post game show because we're so jacked up when we get off the air. Um. So or, or Sherrod drinks a bottle of Jack when he gets off the air. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, com.com slash garden. Unlock, that was birthday, yeah. Unlock the content to help you focus, ease stress and sleep better. And as we said, a lot of different things you can get there. You've got the sound effects, rain falling on leaves, bedtime, sleep stories, uh, all of that meditation. Stuff. It's, it's all there. So go check it out. Com.com slash garden. Now, uh, we are going to switch to a players only meeting, uh, and talk about it a little bit because it ends up being probably a larger story than the game because a win over the Orlando magic in early November really isn't going to, um, you know, matter much. It is what it is. You're supposed to win these games and that's fine. Uh, Jimmy. Yes. Yeah. What was bothering you? Oh, I'll tell you in a second. I'm going to tie it all together. Okay. okay, Cause I'm worried. I'm tying it all together. Celtics had a players players only meeting prior to the game in Orlando, (laughs) I guess last night, actually when they got into Orlando. Um, And so that was a story. Woj dropped it, um, you know, prior to the game uh, or he dropped it during the game while they were actually playing. So that's one story players only meeting. It's not great that you're having those seven games into the season, because usually that's like a last resort. You pull, you know, you do that 40, 50 games in and you really only get one of these because if things don't get better right after your players only meeting, you're in trouble because you have no more outs. So you've played this card really early. Okay. You're, this is, you got just you got your one, plane ride. This is, you got one this- lifeline. Oh, yeah, you got your no, fun you play right. Yeah. Well, John, yeah. that team got two meetings. I believe so. Marcus Morris told me they had two meetings. That so, Ime so. Udoka clarified it wasn't quite a be team out of the meeting. Norm. We had a dinner, but the players had a little time beforehand, whatever. That doesn't matter. What does <laughs> and matter I wasn't is, invited. according <laughs> to the Wait report, the-, the Celtics meeting was emotional, not terribly productive, or necessarily beneficial, according to uh, Woj. And the tone of the way he was saying this was basically like, they yelled at each time. other and really wasn't I, – I don't know if it was productive. I don't know if it was beneficial based off of the reports that I have. So he's obviously talking to people who were there. Who so who's not, the rat? Who it wasn't did not necessarily be, beneficial. I love who's that. Who's the rat? It must be a player, right? 
not necessarily beneficial. So I, I, I now here's what just pissed me off. It just got me not calm a second ago. Um, <laughs> Ime spoke, mentioned this, and that's about it. Um, but last game, Marcus Smart went off on, on Jalen Brown. Jalen and Jason declined to talk in that game, okay? You've got three principles you want to hear from right now. Smart, Jason, and Jalen. Right now... Uh, we don't know he, if Jason he, was asked, though, for the record. Right now, he, 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 according to Murphy, Aston declined, okay? Jalen was scheduled. Tatum asked to decline. Oh, no, Jalen was scheduled. Yeah, I know that, but okay. Anyway, right now, two players are coming out to talk after this post game. Um, oh, boy. Okay, Ime has talked. Right now, Al is one of those people. We don't want to hear from Al Horford. They're just going to send Al on Again? every day now. Hey, he had a great game. He's was fine. Al, was, was Al named the captain and I didn't hear about it? Because if he was, then, then trot his ass out there every time. That's it was an Al podium. He had no official title. To be fair, captain. it was an Al podium game. It was, but. Don't be fair, Bobby. Okay? No, no, none no, of this, none of this crap. Brown podium game. So Al Horford Who's doesn't want to acknowledge the players-only meeting. Uh, and he doesn't say it was anything serious. But nice no Brown? Break, nice to break bread Relax. together, hang out. That's what Al said about it, okay? No one's addressing this emotional meeting, according to Woj. No one's addressing this not terribly productive or necessarily beneficial meeting, according to Woj. And no one has yet to address the Marcus Smart comments, really. Ime did a little bit before the game, where he basically threw Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum under the bus. And Ime talked about it a little, and that's that. Um... You had Brad Stevens do a feel-good tour going on NBC and saying, oh, these guys had breakfast together. They're working it out. They want to win. But I don't care what they say, okay? We have this report. So it's your choice to believe what the Celtics are telling you or believe the report, which is there's still tension here. And that's the concern is they have a meeting and it's not necessarily worked out. What's up, Jimmy? So no one else is coming out to talk? Is that what you're saying? We, we think one more. Oh, okay. It's gotta, it's, gotta it's, it's gotta be Jalen tonight. It's gotta be Jalen. Gotta be Jalen. Yeah. It's gotta be Jalen. So then it'll probably wind up being Neesmith. It's gonna be Grant. It's gonna be Grant. Rob, it'll be. We Rob don't hear from Grant added. enough. Rob's post-game interviews oh, yes, last year, no joke, averaged like two minutes and eleven seconds. It, it'd be like <laughs> two questions and nobody else knew what to say, and he'd be like, "Peace out," and that was it. So uh, that's. Anyway, it's a so, good way to get reported. So this is what we have right now. So we'll, we'll see. Well, Woj, Woj heard it from a player. If it was a player's agent, Shams would have had the report because all he does is just copy and paste what agents tell him. But I'm, so I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what players what player talked to Woj. Yeah, um, uh, Sherrod doesn't like media on media crime here, Jimmy. I don't, man. And, and what, it, it, don't have to say Woj doesn't talk to agents either. Man. Oh, I'm yeah. sure he does. I know he does. These, but. these are these are transactional journalists, but you know that's what they are. I'm, I'm not as concerned. I'm not. I really don't care who told him. I, I just want to get a sense of how real that is. Because for first of all, when you have a team meeting or whatever like that, someone has to be the orchestrator of that. Someone has to be. The, the big boy, the dad in the room, if you will, to say, hey, we need to talk about this. I'm not sure that was what happened because that would have meant that Marcus would have just said, everyone, we need to get together. Or Al would have said, we need to get together. And I don't I don't think Marcus would have done that because Brad Stevens had said, you know, when he did his tour thing, that Marcus had already talked to those guys. So at that point, why do you need to bring bring everyone else in if you've already talked to those guys separately? No, you may saying? saying 
Yeah. He may saying it was a already scheduled dinner. So it was talked. a schedule already <laughs> scheduled dinner, and they left the player some time. So yes. I, was it out at a restaurant? Did these guys start frigging throwing plates at each other? Like how did it get? At like at Morton's, like what happened here? Yeah, you what? know, like <laughs> well, maybe it was one of those you know waiter your chef kind of situations for Woj. Maybe he heard through the through the bus boy that uh, there was a players only meeting going on there. Yeah. Yeah, there's usually like something of significance that you see in the way they play after that. Like somebody plays with a harder edge. Somebody there's there's like a trans there's there's a transformational moment in their next game out. Well, not and that's your ride. Not only that, but there's always a positive takeaway from it. Oh, they settled some things. Oh, they got it all out there. But but there's, it's so easy to spin these things. We're but brothers. We're going to fight. Says, you get those, Woj, right? Woj comes out yeah. and says, it wasn't terribly productive. And what, what was the line to cap it or off? Or necessarily just... beneficial. It's like oh, you never hear that. <laughs> yeah. That's you like when you hear like, oh, like, uh, so-and-so player went uh... – went through surgery today was unsuccessful like you never yeah. hear it was unsuccessful it was, it's like, it was it's always an, just successful ex- or, exact you know what? Quote, I'm gonna go, exact I'm gonna quote. Go, it was I'm gonna emotional go at times but in the end not a terribly productive meeting <laughs> yeah. maybe, and then it was maybe not even beneficial yeah, anyway. like, i'm gonna go xanis and come with a relational <laughs> analogy and just say this is the blind date where they ask you how to go and you said nice personality yeah. <laughs> like, oh, uh, that was yeah, nice yeah. personality. Yeah. I was going to say, this is every marriage where <laughs> means well. the fir- you haven't talked in a while, and the first time you do, you bring up one thing and it immediately devolves into shouting. That's what right. these guys are. This is just yeah. a contentious relationship. You the think the meeting, day, the meeting started the with you? Like, yeah. Jason was like, so, Marcus, you. you just want to call me out, huh? And then big, everyone just started screaming. Yeah. All right, so well, you want to know how I would pass the ball just, more? Jalen was like, well, I just think it's funny. Exactly. And they asked Tatum, like, hey, how are you, Tatum? He's like, I'm okay. But he really wasn't okay. But that's like kind of what happens in those relationship fights. It was just a friggin' food fight, like Animal House, you know? And that's it. That's all that happened in there. Well, maybe that's part of it, right? Everyone getting out, they feel, and how they feel. And it's the first step, I guess. I don't know. We'll see. Because I I think when they use those words, I think it's because it's it's objective as to who was in the room and whether it was counterproductive or not you know but here, here's so, the other thing here's well, the other it's thing. impossible to know kind of language also you gotta be fair. here's the other thing though real quick yeah. yeah even if it was successful quote unquote successful what does that mean first of all yeah what does that mean it's just a bad thing to have a players only meeting anyways especially at seventh game of the regular season i don't even care if it was successful why are you having one why do you need one you guys have had all summer to like figure this shit out. Like, why are we having a players only meeting? It's well, like, it's not like uh, a brand new team is here. Well, my bigger issue yeah, is this. We talked about it. What Woj said. These are issues. So that's my other question. And this is something we talked about on our thread earlier. And this is what's concerning is, okay, at in the middle of this is clearly Marcus and the Jays in some dynamic there is irksome i don't know we don't know what it is but something there's off kilter a little okay a little bit that's where it's stemming from we don't know if who is annoyed with who or what or whatever but clearly there's something that's bothering i think we're trying to see a little bit of a picture build here we are but however if that if this is a thing that's been going on okay and marcus is in the center of it 
And Brad was the coach last year and therefore would have very intimate knowledge of what's going on behind the scenes. Why would you bring this? Why would you run it back like this? Why would you extend Marcus knowing that you might have some issues here that are unresolved and that you're not sure whether you're going to be able to resolve the narrative around this team last year was this, that there's dysfunction. They're not playing for one another. Um, There's problems there. We didn't hear them like really pissed off or calling each other out left and right, but there were issues there. So like, what are you, why are you doing this again? Here's the thing, and this is what we've talked about with Smart in the past, and even just yesterday with the con. Like, there's some truth to what he says. We may not like how he said it or how he's delivering it. Well, or how I wrote about it. it. I, I don't think there's anything wrong yes. with what he said. So, yeah. like, y- your piece put it perfectly. Smart's the one who's going to deliver on this kind of uh, uh, thing that we talk about this team needing. And Eme, to some degree, has tried to do it, too. I do think there's a sense in this organization with the coach they've chosen and with if, with keeping smart around that the Jays need to hear these things, that they need to mm-hmm. actually start to implement this toughness, this playmaking, all these different things into their game. Um, it's just how receptive are they going to be to it? And to this point, whether it's the bubble with the locker room feud or last year with how they approach the game <clears throat> or even this year so far, they don't seem all that receptive to it. It's like we can solve the game with our scoring, and we're going to continue to do yeah, that. Yeah, leave me alone and let me just hoop, and that'll work itself out. And then it isn't. Because what and, happens if, yeah. if you pull Smart out of the room in a trade where you maybe don't get perfect value for him? You lose that voice in the room. You lose the presence that they like. And maybe it doesn't make you all that much better. The big question is you what they could have gone for Smart. Bobby, you know, you know who you become at that point? The Portland Trailblazers. That's mm-hmm. who you are. If you take smart out of the equation, you become Portland, a team with a couple of really good players and a, a, a lot of pieces that seem like they're pretty good. But for whatever reason, that team doesn't gel. That team doesn't move the needle. And Marcus Smart gives them that potential because Marcus, at some point, you knew at some point, Marcus was going to hit them with some straight no chaser truth. And that's what he well, did the other night. But the one problem I had with what Marcus said was I didn't feel that the accountability that he was wanting them to provide, he was providing for himself. I would have yeah, loved that's the problem to say, with him. I got to shoot the ball better. I would have mm-hmm. loved for him to just make one reference to that because we don't expect Marcus Smart to be that would have helped me like that. But, you, but what he's shooting now is bad, even by Marcus Smart standards, bad. Yeah. And that yeah, yeah. to me was the elephant in the room that when he was you know, kind of laying everything out, he, you know, just didn't quite mention that, which I, I again, I, I had a problem with that. There's no doubt it lands more softly if he has accountability for himself. And the funny thing is Al Horford comes out after that. He's like, actually, I'm the one to blame. And we're like, you're literally the only <laughs> one playing well, you know? Yeah. I did it. I My did. kids are so bad. It's me. They got it for me. Dad is the one. Be mad at yeah. dad. Blame dad. Kids. It's okay. Dad yes. got it. Al read the room and he was like, "That was me. Go on, that was me." <laughs> we knew it was you, Jimmy. Keep it moving. It, it, at, least, it was you, at least you, you didn't, didn't come out. Of, I was to be honest, out of, out of your body. I was just trying to check out our. It just is an ad that showed up. Stupid ad on our own yeah. segment. Jimmy's Jimmy's watching our show. While- at least it show. was ele- electronic and not anatomical. I like uh, to check to make sure that they're running. Anyway. The the thing with me runs? And, what oh. the runs yeah thing with me and smart was this <laughs> um, if he was we've always how many times have we said why, where's Marcus the leader last year why isn't he grabbing these guys by the scruff of the neck and saying get with it you know and to me Mar- 
you know, like that's what you want from him. You've never anointed him that guy or that leader based off his field goal percentage. So the fact that he's shooting a few ticks south of his already crappy career field goal percentage this year doesn't take it's away. It's like one miss off a game. Yeah, he's one. That's what I wrote. It's one miss per game. He didn't lose that right because he's sh- he's making one less basket per game over six games. That's who he's supposed to be. But you're right. If he'd put himself in with those guys and said, "Look, and I've been crap. I'm going to." admit it but we got to play better and it starts with those guys they're our best players and they've got the ball in their hands the most there and they got to move it because we're stagnating on offense you know that's a different story he didn't deliver it great I don't care that the whole like Marcus shouldn't be the messenger thing I think was a little bit overblown but that being said that's thinking micro that's a micro thought instead of macro yeah we haven't the message needs to be if you want Marcus Smart to be the leader that everyone says he is, the heart and soul of this and that, then you can't say, oh, he shouldn't say that tonight. Exactly. He, had zero, he had zero assists. Right. Okay, then don't then don't tell him that, don't say he's the heart and soul and the leader and the guy who's been around the team longest and cares about right. the city the most. It's like, if he is all those things, then you won't complain when he calls out his teammates for not playing the game the right way. Even if he himself maybe didn't play the game the way he should have played it that night, who else is going to call him out? We already We already know that. If Ime says something, everyone's like, well, yeah, he's the coach, it's Ime, whatever. Al's not going to say anything, and nobody else really matters on the team. So who's left? Unless you expect Jalen and Jason to call themselves out, which we haven't ever heard them do. Everything is, we need to do this, we need to do that. It's never me, me, in the sense where it's like, I need to do this better, or I should be doing this differently. So Marcus Smart is the guy, maybe. And you know what? If it needed to be said, then I'm glad that somebody said it. Yeah, well, it's it, again. It, was, it came from a it came from a place where, even if you don't agree with it, if you're on that team, you respect the person that's coming with it. Which mm-hmm. again, that that that's you're like someone had to say it, All right? Yeah, I mean that right. that's part of being a leader. I mean, having those those necessary uncomfortable conversations. Someone oh, has to be the, the one to ignite those. And, and you know, I'm, I'm and Joe Sway. I know that's 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 your thing. Joe Slay uh, was skipping to work yesterday. He's skipping around all day. They're going to have long. an uncomfortable conversation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, he was jumping on long his couch. Overdue. He was jumping long on his couch when around. the Woj report came up. He was jumping on his couch. I told you. I told you they were going to have an uncomfortable conversation. <laughs> and we don't know he if they did. Dancing. I mean, what do you mean like, we don't know if they did? We were just told they did. Yeah, but, but my <laughs> thing about this is we start to hear Jimmy more and more Spazzy. about this. <laughs> I mean, what else do you need? We, we talk so much about the Jays relationship. And the more we get bits and pieces of this p- p- picture, and we don't get much, comment, it's, comment, it seems comment. to be the Jays and Smart. I mean, remember the Jared report last year that, you know, just Smart being nope. too grading on people. and I mean, the, you mean the Kemba report? Yeah, yeah. And, and that just not being received. <laughs> <all the time. laughs> the one where he took it all back like a day later. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. But that was, like I said, is that was, you know, that was Kemba airing a little bit of dirty laundry there. Cause that, there was, that was, that was spraying everywhere a little bit, I thought, but yes, it pointed out some things that may or may not exist, but you're always getting it from one perspective. This is the grain of salt thing you have to take with the Woj report. It's most likely a source and it's that person's perspective. So that source Whoever they are didn't believe this was productive or didn't believe it was beneficial. Romeo Langford. But who knows if it is or isn't. So that's why these reports are tough. No. Romeo is in the menu. 
one person <laughs> didn't think it was them. beneficial. That's their read on the situation. So you don't know. It might have had some – it could have benefit down the road. It Just getting it out there may itself make things better. I think it speaks to some sort of underlying tension that's there and that's been there and that maybe someone feels didn't really go away just because of this meeting. Nor does it really need to. You just have to find a way to, like – be functional right like you can't that's have the key right there john yeah. i mean that's the key right there because tension is going to be there even in good times and bad. none I mean, of us like each other exactly i mean i can't stand jimmy <laughs> in, in the, the pepe Le Pew shirt he's wearing it's very nuts but what i was love jimmy at the same time can't even they hear you guys to, right now <laughs> they have to figure out how to use whatever that tension is for on good. francais s'il vous plaît that's what my, te- that's what my French that teacher used to say. Every never time Jimmy speaks. Dude, I'm going to make sure I wear this more often. En français, s'il vous plaît. No, you're right, Sherrod. They, they, they got to find a spot. They got to find a way. Well, there's, there's another aspect to this, too. It, you know, we talk about Smart and the Jays and this and that. But if we're looking back four years now in this situation, all the players that have left, just everything that's gone on between a variety of personalities going back to 2019 – you got Al leaving. You got Hayward leaving. Zach Lowe saying that if, if Hayward wanted to be here, he'd be here. Like the Celtics were ready to make that step to keep him around. He just didn't seemingly want to be in Boston. Just numerous players running out of the door at the end of their run here. You got the coach situation changed. You got the GM situation changed at this point. And that's what wrapped up his statement talking about is other things have changed. Issues still remain here in Boston. And you just don't have an idea of where it's stemming from, who it's stemming from, and why just no matter who they put in this room, doesn't seem to work. And it's just baffling at this point. Like every single year going back four years now, there's been an issue and just continues unresolved. How many player meetings at this point? Five, six in four years, maybe more. Do you count the fight in the locker room in the bubble, a player meeting? Well, Jalen Brown at the podium. We'll, we'll update what, oh, what, we, what we get out of this. I was going to say, has anyone else gone? Well, I was going to say, <clears throat> I feel like these, me, feelings, these feelings probably stem back from 2020 in the bubble, you know? But at the yep. same time, when you hire someone like Emay, new coaching staff, if you're Brad Stevens, you're thinking that that was going to immediately change things or at least get people to say how they feel and get everything out in the open. But maybe everything has just been prolonged until now. And this is all happening now, whereas it should have been happening training camp or preseason. You know, I think part of the issue is just trust. Something that you can't – it doesn't happen overnight. You don't start trusting a coach or trusting guys that you just started playing with just like that. Just they have to, in your mind, however your calculus works, prove that you can trust them. And when you're talking about on the court, the new guys, I don't think they've done enough to gain the trust of a Jalen and, 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 and a Jason to be – for those guys to be comfortable with them the way they were with, like, an Evan Turner or some of the guys right. they played with in the past. That's going to take time. Same thing with Ime. He may be talking tough and saying a lot of stuff that they want to hear, but that doesn't mean that they necessarily trust him like they did maybe Brad after maybe year three, four, five. So – a lot of and a lot of this comes back to a lack of trust, and that's not a bad thing. That that's something that those guys need to work towards trying to establish. I'm not sure they don't have to go through some drama like what we're seeing now to really understand how important they need to trust one another. Like this is the time when you need to start really connecting with everyone because you can easily see this thing going sideways in a bad way. Like if they would have lost tonight, I don't even want to think about how. That would have played out in Celtics Nation. 
if they would have got their ass kicked by Orlando, which for uh, for there were stretches in this game where it seemed like that just might happen. They got the win. They got Miami on deck, a better team, a, a true, te- a much more truer test of whether this kumbaya Ubuntu moment that they had in this game. Is oh, anything. don't even say that word. Dude, this team doesn't even know what that word means. <laughs> Ubuntu. Tell them, Jimmy. This team has no idea what that word means. I guarantee you, if you ask everyone on this roster, they probably wouldn't know what that word means. Sure. They need some more of that Celtics pride, right, Jimmy? Of course they do, and that's the biggest knock on these guys. Pride. Let's just start with pride, period. It, Celtics yeah. pride, your hometown pride. pride, Joe Sway pride, rock the <laughs> Wi-Fi pride. Give me some kind of pride. <laughs> Why is they the don't know what Ubuntu team? means. They don't know what that means because if they did, they wouldn't be having all these players' meetings in Game 7. They wouldn't be arguing. They wouldn't be calling each other out already, and they would be winning way more than they are winning because yeah, Ubuntu, so when Ubuntu though? was brought into the Celtics culture, they won a championship that year. What's so frustrating is the you got the banners, of course, right up top. You got the new jerseys with the retired numbers and the championships. Like, I don't know how much you guys think this, this factors in, but like out of all the other teams that you've seen, all of every single team you've seen, like, have you seen a team this disconnected to like that legacy and that pride and that like, you know, this is where, wow, you know, so many championships happened and you know, Red Auerbach, Bill Russell, all that. I feel like it doesn't matter to these guys anymore. The last it days, matter. The, yeah. the pre-2008 days were a little ugly. Um, you know, yeah, but, but think about it like this now. Shit, shit. Even Isaiah Thomas knew. You know, he'd have car- sit downs with with Tommy. You know, Tommy Heinsohn. Well, the, the Ricky, the Ricky Mark Blunt, those weren't great. Doc almost got canned there. That was a bad. Uh, situation those guys think, didn't want think to, about it like nobody, this, though. those guys didn't want to be here at all that was a really that would that looked like you get a bunch of musicians together who've never met each other to go play a gig like that's what the, that's what those teams <laughs> you, play, like, you know they all show up they shake hands and they're like i don't know what are we gonna play tonight like that's what those teams were like <laughs> but know, it is terrible. but it's not it's not the same anymore you, you know why well those legends of you know years past they're not they're not even really around that much anymore, especially now with the COVID and everything. They're not coming through and hanging out with the players. They're not walking through the locker room. They got Max. Yeah. Tommy Heinsohn, rest in peace. Yeah, a, they've got Max. Yeah, they've got, what? you that's know, great... Leon Poe. They've got a few guys, but they don't have the legends of yesteryear yeah. walking through there and shooting the shit and hanging out in the hallways that we always you know used to see. Oh, really there's John Havlicek. You know there's JoJo you know White. Mean? There's Bob Cousy. Like, you don't have, you know, Tommy but Hines you know, rest in peace. Like, you know what, Jimmy? One of my favorite parts of the, of the, the as I plug, you know, Cedric Maxwell podcast, of course, one of my favorite parts of the, of the Paul Pierce interview was the, the last five minutes when he's like, look, like now I feel like that's my responsibility. Like I'm, you know, this is Paul, right? That's my responsibility or Kevin's responsibility. Like we have to remind these guys, this generation, because coming up, you know, that's what we always had. Constant reminders, guys you know, roaming the hallways, you know, guys standing by the sideline, well, especially when they started winning. You do know? it then. Paul, for Paul, it resonates even more. 15 years in the city. And he well, always see, was connected with that. The the thing that, that we're, we're not talking about or thinking about is all that stuff sounds great when you talk about the all-time great legends. But think about this as a from a player's perspective on the team now. That's kind of intimidating when you got Hall of Famers walking up and down the hallway expecting you to keep that tradition alive. That I think there is a level of intimidation. Oh, God. I think that's, that's part pathetic. of why folks don't want to be captains. Very quickly. That's, that's pathetic, Sherrod. And that's not good, Sherrod. Then they shouldn't no, be like, in the NBA if they can't handle the pressure. True. I don't know about that, but I, <laughs> I, I do know about that. And Jimmy's wrong on that. Don't be nice, Joe Sway. 
What that what, what what do you disagree with? What you what that you, you don't want to live up to what it's like to be a Celtic? The expectation that you should have for yourself should be personal. It shouldn't have anything to do with any banners up on the ceiling. You need to want to win because you want to win. That's fine. But if for you, that should be. But if a former All Star on the on the team that you play for walks through the doors, you're gonna you're gonna cower in the corner. Oh, there's uh, you know, know whoever it is walking down the hallway. Oh, I don't want to play. I don't want to play today. I feel like uh, too much pressure. No, don't think you don't think of it that way. That's not. I want to continue. I want to. I want to continue the legacy. Zanis it's continuing is, the legacy is Zanis, what it is. Hold on, we'll get to the second, Zanis. Go ahead, Sherrod. No, I'm just kidding. I'm messing. Jalen Brown, <laughs> his last question sounds like it was asked about the Marcus Smart thing, and I think they didn't allow any others after this. Uh, and we'll get the Gary. full quote, and we'll get a clip, and I'll play it for you guys in a little Probably bit. Washburn. But he, yeah, it was Gary. It, it was it. Wash. It. Yep. So the question went. was basically about Marcus's <laughs> comment. So finally, so finally, a person involved in this was asked. Of course, G Dub would ask. He's, and he's, it was Gary, and it was oh, the God. last question. You know, uh, you know. And I'm first. The first. How many sure words? The first seven questions were about like, how did you feel in the pick and roll? You know, like anyway. Gary, <laughs> Jalen. What'd you? Brown, uh, hey, uh, Jalen. What'd you order at, at that uh, at that dinner? What'd you? What'd you? What'd you Jalen order? Brown said the Celtics didn't necessarily need Marcus Smart's comments, but he said he's constantly trying to make himself play better. So Jalen at least addresses addresses it. I didn't. I didn't need. We didn't need it. And so that was kind of the That's question. A great way to put it. That's such a polite That's a way backhanded to put way of saying it. it's <laughs> yeah. some bullshit, but there. You know, here's the thing. We didn't need here's that. why if you're the if you're the recipient of these comments, it makes sense why you would think it's unnecessary because you've been put on blast, you've been called out. It's embarrassing. Part of the reason part of the potential benefit for uh, someone saying this stuff is to publicly shame you. It is not it's not a it's kind of a crappy thing to do to a teammate, but you're trying to put it out into the world and say, our guys need to address this yeah. problem. This is for and the better so good. That's kind of the point of it. When you go to the media, when you go to the media, you made a choice to put it out <laughs> there because you want it out there. So Marcus, it's a calculated move to say that in a post game uh, press conference, you want that out there because you want them to feel shame. So if you're the recipient of it, of course you're going to say, I, I, yeah, say that to me. We talk all the time. Why would you say that out there? Because I've said it to you before, and you don't friggin' listen. Whether it's you or Jason or whomever, and we've got this problem, and <laughs> it needs it addressing. Through on your phone. <laughs> yeah. Whatever but, it is. But don't forget, we're very proud of you guys. You guys have made tremendous strides. Yeah. yeah. How do you guys feel about that? No, I, I, you, my, I mean, he's, the, he's the longest guy. That's, he's, I mean, he's the longest tenured you know, player. I the whole I, quote I have from B-Rob. B-Rob. What's up, Jimmy? Hold on. Oh, the, the whole quote from B-Rob is, obviously, in the, he said, Jalen Brown and Marcus has comments. Obviously, in the midst of trying to win games, it was something that we probably didn't need, but we all communicate and talk to each other. We, we're all trying to find ways to win, and I'm open to any and everything when guys bring it to me. Uh, again, it's what a do fine you guys, quote. It's a fine you, response. I mean, I don't know what else you want him to say. It's like, a fair say, response, but, but as I said, I will I will say that I believe that again, the intent is to to put it out there to make you feel bad publicly and to let it be known to everybody out there that 
me and maybe even some other people here feel that this is a thing that's going on and they aren't being held to account and they're not holding themselves to account. And so you put it out there for that reason. Is that bad? It could be. I don't know. That's the type of thing that could fracture a team. On, it depends on how those who are receiving those comments take it. Are you going to take it and get pissed or are you going to take it to heart for where I think it's coming from, which is you guys need to be better. We can't be a better team unless you are better in your role. And that was my big takeaway for what Mark Mark This said. is a pretty good comment. Yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> yeah. Smart's comments were needed to unite oh, Chase. Reminded them how much they both hate Smart. It's <laughs> pretty good. But you know what, though? That, that stuff happens. I mean, you have old, like, baseball managers and coaches that have tried this tactic, you know, and there's, like, an old Casey Stengel anecdote where, like, every single person hated they, – they, they hated each other. So he decided, I'm going to be the biggest asshole in history and i'm gonna make everybody hate me instead and they'll all be united in that i'm not saying smart's doing that but that is something that you do is unite in something unite in your hatred for me i don't give a crap but start playing together or whatever i don't think that's the case here i think he no. just literally wanted to put it out there on them you know and that's yeah. it yeah yeah and maybe and, and in the process maybe get a couple extra shots because i'm just standing in the corner chilling yeah also, you yeah, you can look at it that way and be like, I'm yeah, I like I like basketball, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to play basketball. I just want to play basketball. I like open look. Yeah. Good no. passing. But, I, but the thing about Marcus, you know, to, to his point, when you look at the numbers coming into the game too. at Orlando, he had like the lowest usage rate he's had as a Celtic. It, it's like ridiculously low. And when you start looking at some of the numbers, like potential assists. Tatum's numbers are about the same as they were last year, but his assist numbers are down, which means he's passing the ball just like he did last year, but guys aren't making shots. Same thing with Jalen. His potential assist numbers, same as they were last year, but his assist numbers, actual assist numbers, are down because guys aren't making shots. So I understand why they might have a little bit late game reluctance to pass you to rock because they're thinking like, damn, I already passed the ball like six times and I got two assists. (laughs) Yeah, You were open like three or four of those times. So why don't I just do what I'm – kind of pretty damn good at and shoot that's kind of why they're paying me max money and you're not making max money yeah smarts smarts comments in that smarts comments didn't add up specific to the chicago game because yeah tatum was getting triple teams and throwing out of those and guys were airballing shots and brown didn't have the ball at all in the fourth quarter so you talk about brown being not passing he doesn't even have the ball in some of these situations but there's situations where it's valid too and I think yeah. it was more of a collective statement on the season as a whole there. Uh, you just got to go back to Smart. Can he do a better job on the court executing these things? He finally did it tonight, I felt like. He's been doing a better job with it. But that question John asked of, all right, you're going to bring back all these guys with a fracturous situation here? I like If you're not going to give Smart that point guard role, put the ball in his hands quite a bit more, why would you upgrade his pay? Why would you, you know, forecast an improvement? Because if you're going to pay a guy mm-hmm. higher, you got to forecast some level mm-hmm. of improvement mm-hmm. in his game. His defense isn't going to get better. Mm-hmm. I think we've seen the best of his defense. His scoring's not going to get better. His shooting's not going to get better. He needs to be empowered in some way as a passer, as a guy who moves the ball around this offense, is actively involved. So I don't want him having the ball in his hands all the time. But I think he does make a valid point. And all right, I thought I'm the point guard here. What are we doing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what he signed you, up for. You right. Know, you look at who they're investment. playing next, Miami, with, with Kyle Lowry. Watching him play the other night, damn. Yo, he went off last night. I mean, oh, 
I mean, he, that's I mean, who I wanted here. Like never happening. The way he was chopping folks up. Yeah. Surgical. Remember, Bobby, when you said Tyler Harrow was terrible? Uh-oh. Yeah. He was again. terrible. Bring that back. You know what He's I love it? This is the Celtics Celtics, yeah, the fan, Celtics fan mantra. <laughs> Jalen Brown in year six is still learning and getting better. Tyler Harrow, after a rocky second season, is trash. Why would we want to trade for a guy like that? terrible last year. But, I he mean, you bad. judge other players after two years. We're in years five and six with these no, guys. No, it's just an like, observation. Mm, no, God. it's way more than an observation. It's a judgment. It's yeah. a mentality. Say, we I mean, have. Tyler, Tyler has clearly put the apology cam on a lot of folks for the way he's playing. But let me tell you one thing right now. When he starts flapping his gums about Luca and Trey comparisons, yeah, that's get the hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> get the hell out of <laughs> Miss here. Me hey, that. I like that confidence, yeah. though. Come on, come on. I yeah. like the Just confidence, me. but it's based it, to me that that's that's a, a clear example of what I would call irrational confidence. You yeah. have no business thinking you are that damn good. Yeah, I know what that's like. Those guys are carrying franchises. You got Jimmy Butler. Uh, I'm confident enough to wear this shirt, obviously. <laughs> and even if you even if you fill up that confidence with the great, you know, six, seven games. I'll wear this striped shirt anywhere yeah, I go. Yeah, if you fill up the season, you know, with a great it. start, it's still, we'll still look at your sideways and be like, why did you put yourself in the same sense as those guys? Like, it was, it wasn't, the- that was way off. Here's the thing about Hero. When he gets put That's how there, you have to think about yourself, Joe Sway. Yeah, keep it to yourself, though. We don't need to hear that shit. (laughs) We don't need to hear that. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. But anyway. Here's the thing that's impressive about here. They'll put him out there some nights as the guy doing everything and leading everything, and he does a really damn good job of it when they put him in those spots. Like, he can just make the whole show function there if he needs to. He's not just catching and shooting like Duncan Robinson or some of these other guys. Thing is, defense. Man, they have to hide him on defense. (laughs) Like, he will just get abused on that end of the floor. You mean like you mean like all of the Celtics? You mean like ninety percent of the NBA? Ninety percent of the NBA that doesn't play defense until like the playoffs. Like, hey, Miami, Miami's the best in the last three minutes of All Star game. That's the only time you see defense. (laughs) Exactly. That team is disciplined, though. That team will run you off the floor if you don't keep up, man. Their defense. Well, they're 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 a tough team. Jimmy Butler-led team is always going to be tough. Just put up a good fight, Celtics, please. Please, I don't want to see. You know, this is the game that's gonna—they're gonna win, and we're gonna have to change all of our narrative, exactly. You know, completely, and be like, "Oh, whoa, what happened here?" You (laughs) know, I mean, mean, let's be honest. Would any of us be surprised if Tatum went off for like forty or fifty points? I wouldn't. I would. He's so due to have one. Hey, deservedly so. If they beat this team, that'll be a. That's gonna happen for sure. I could absolutely see that happening. Yeah, I mean, of course, of course, he has it. We know he has it in him, but I haven't seen anything that I haven't seen anything from him recently that makes me think it will happen like tomorrow. But do we know he's capable of it? Yeah, and that's why this season's been so damn frustrating because we know what these guys are capable of. We know what we've seen yeah. in past seasons in spurts. The problem is these guys haven't been able to string it together for an entire season or into well, the playoffs. Well, he it off his track record. I mean, especially back-to-back four right. shooting nights, you know that next night he's going to he's gonna deliver. We, we, we've seen it plenty of times, especially last season. And and when he got out to a hot start, or when he got out to a cold start, rather, against the Knicks, bounced right back. I mean, after back-to-back performances like this, shooting this way, I, I think, yeah, I, I think he'll, he'll flirt with 40. Well, maybe 35 or so, something like that. <laughs> yeah. You wish the Celtics could have snuck in a little more. Just like I told you guys, they were going to beat the Magic. Remember? See? Yeah, it did kind. It did kind of take prediction. That was a good one right there. Yeah. (laughs) I was waiting for that. Damn. It. Heat. Heat. Eight point. Heat. Eight point favorites tomorrow. 
Sorry. Hey, John. No, it'll be a statement. Yeah. Did, Rob, so. did Rob play tonight? Yeah. I thought Rob right. was all right tonight. He all right. He wasn't bad. He, he, nice but but I'm just surprised that we didn't. We we almost went the whole show. We went an hour in. I'm done. I'm done. Food. I'm done. I'm done. Rob's just no, a spare John. part now. Don't no, say he's that. Not. He's been fine. You're going to eat Listen, those words in a couple of months. He's been, I may have to, he, I may have to add, add some, some uh, Time Lord stock. To the portfolio. Yeah, well, John looks like he's selling, so you might be able John, to buy low right now. Reread our bold predictions. Reread that. I don't. don't <laughs> I didn't get do a Rob one. No, you I did. Too I said I did because I did. You'll feel better. Second half. Okay. Told you. Second half. Don't get yeah, too low on Rob. See you. Well, the fact is, he's been out there every night. He's been playing big minutes. He's been putting. And he up got hurt and, and came back and played. I thought that was huge. I think that we're seeing. I think we're seeing steps from him just in terms yeah. of being consistent. You know, you're not I seeing feel like, the... I feel like we took two steps back. Now we're seeing a baby step forward. That's not what I wanted. I wanted a right. leap forward. I this know, year. but we got 11 games of it last year and then it was gone because he just crumbled the pieces. If he no, can't we get... didn't. We got 11 games as a starter and 40 games that preceded that where he should have been starting. <laughs> right. But somebody stubbornly didn't see that. Right. John's like, we could have Ben Wallace right now. <laughs> well, the worst part is, and sorry, hold on, damn it. <laughs> what? What you got? I don't know. You got more to that point? Oh, damn it. I thought you had no, no. Um, I was gonna do good... this one more time. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 we I should just... do it. We should do it. No, no, we don't oh. have to. I just got, I, I got upset. I got upset. I yelled. And I just wanted to bring it oh. down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Com.com slash Guardian. That's what do for you. John, it, absolutely, yeah. it becomes a muscle memory thing to the point yeah. where you know when you need to call your Not his Brad apology form. See, we know John hasn't used the app in at least an hour, and this is what he becomes, a monster. Monster. <laughs> he was like, where's He's that app a, I get emotional about Rob. It's that this, it, this bothers me. Well, um, speaking of emotional, this, this name might trigger some people in here, but Jeff Goodman uh, was on uh, the radio recently, our good friend Jeff Goodman who should come back on here soon. Um, and he was saying, you know, one of the worst things about the season is how poorly not only Marcus Smart has played, but Rob. Because those are really pieces that if you were to think about bringing in a third star of some sort, you could have somebody like Smart, somebody like Rob, package them together with some picks and maybe a young guy and bring in that player. But and the way Richardson. both these guys are – oh, God, that's a whole different story. But the way these guys are playing right now – you don't even have that option. So again, we're almost back to where we were last year, where we're like, where are any of the tradable? Are there any tradable they have assets zero on this team? They have none. You can't right. even dream up a trade right now. Right. No. And you know right. I would. We know, Bobby. We know. <laughs> Somebody I saw a rumor about. Um, this is probably gonna just keep happening, but it was John Wall. That rumor's oh, floating around. Stop. The possibility so of John John Wall. I, that would, that on, I saw that be, on the Twitter. Be a Actually, wait, no, that was a report, yeah. That would be a Horford yeah, swap, and you don't even think about doing that the way Horford's playing. Right. They actually need Horford, Horford right now because they want to win games. Horford's been You're incredible. The most consistent player. I mean, that's that's something they can really build on there if, if everybody else starts to figure things out here. And – you know, we didn't really kick it around tonight. I was low on it a few nights ago when people started bringing it up. But the young guys, like, I would start to like seeing them mixed in a little more. I've thought oh about it for a couple of days. No, Bobby, you're not allowed to say that. You don't Mute get him. to say that. Mute I him. Thought, 
I've thought Aaron about Neesmith hits one three. <laughs> Aaron Neesmith hits one <laughs> three. No, no, now he's back on that it's, bandwagon. It's not nope. Neesmith. It's Pritchard. Sorry, they, need Pritchard. they need Pritchard. Pritchard cannot be a DNP in a game. That is 100% Pritchard true. is a YMCA player, okay? I mean, he's a wow. guy who's... He got the ball moving out there. Wow. I'm not going hey, to I'm not gonna agree with that. Although he did skip Summer League. He did skip Summer League to play a YMCA game. But that's that that how side. It dropped yeah, 92. Yeah, yeah. Yo, he can come, to, he can come play with me at my YMCA. No, what YMCA is can... you go to? <laughs> Drop yeah, right. like, Constitu- Constitution Inn in Charlestown. We used to play every yeah, Saturday. That's where I go. By the way, it's closing soon. Yeah, that's like that's the where, best one around, actually. That's, that's where we used to play in the mornings. I loved it. Uh, guys, some Celtics guys, players used to play there, too. That's where teetering in and out of the league used to go there sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like way out of – no one knows it exists. That was fun. My greatest ever, my greatest ever basketball moment was there, dropping a dime to Donnie Marshall. I felt so friggin' good about myself. Yeah, pretty good. Donnie Marshall. Yeah, he he played with us one time. Um, I got one from Scow in the media game. Let's see more Pritchard. Let's see it. That was the best pass I've ever received in a basketball game. From Scow. (laughs) From Scal, yeah. It was so good about it. I bet Scal's got great vision. I wouldn't pass it, Scal. Every one of these guys is an incredible passer, an incredible shooter. Like, they can do anything. Their vision is unreal. You know? It's like an NBA level. Yeah. PhD, even the clunkiest guy, friggin' PhD in every aspect of basketball. It's not even good. They're so friggin' good. I like blinked and it was in my hands. I was like, whoa. So good. <laughs> Remember what what was the scal when he when he went to the gym and somebody challenged him to one on one? Oh yeah. Like, oh, two, I love that two line. Guys, and he that was and like he a just, touch and rich thing, I think. And he just was like, okay, I, and he beat him eleven nothing. They were like former G, G, they were like former D one basketball players or something too. Yeah, and he always drops his, Yeah. Oh, I'm trash. Okay, but I'm closer to LeBron than you'll ever be. Scal's yeah. got size. Yeah. Scal can put the ball. Yeah, he's all right. That's enough Scal. He's got it all. It doesn't matter. <laughs> They're all good. Uh, we're gonna play. We're gonna play Jalen here. Being asked, I think this is the Marcus question. I'm not entirely sure. I'm gonna play this right now, guys. Hang in. Obviously, in the uh, the midst of trying to win games. Um, you know, something that we probably didn't need, but you know, uh, we all communicate and talk to each other. So we're all trying to find ways to win. That was it. Um, team meeting, you know, just opportunity. Um, to, to talk as a group, get some, get some communication going in and move forward. At the end of the day, you know, we've been playing basketball together for a long time, all of us, especially our core group. So uh, when it comes down to it, you know, it's all about trying to find ways to win. And, and that's what most of the conversation was about. Okay. Fair. Sounds like everyone just got their I got, two cents. I have no issues with that. Yep. Totally I just wish fair. I would have heard that after the, you know, the last game. Yeah. After Marcus exactly. spoke, right? I, I get it. Here's the thing. I hate the lack of accountability after bad losses. Your best players have to stand up there and take right. the heat always. So Tatum not being one of the speakers last game, he has to be. You're, you're, it's, a, it's a bad loss. 
You, you need your stars out there always, always, always to take the, take the questions. If people okay? were in the locker room, in a, would they just ignore them? In a, in a win? No, no, no. But when, they, when, the play, when the teams make them available, in a win, it's okay if Tatum had the third best game of everybody to let the two guys with the better, better stat lines talk and he can sit that one out. In losses, your best players have to be there all the time. So both of them sitting it out I didn't love. But Jalen, I get because he must have just heard it and he thought – I don't want to go out there and get blitzed with this stuff right now. I haven't had time to process it and, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to bow out. I think that makes more sense to me there. And so I get it. It had happened moments prior and he's yeah, like, and they want to talk just, about it as a team. Yeah. They're just going to blitz me. I haven't had a chance to yeah. talk to him about it. I haven't heard it. I'm going to be asked about it. I don't know how to comment on it. So he just opted out there. But again, not having a shoot around, not having anything else. You've now gone a couple of days on it and you're hearing about it, you know, for the first time, but he's had plenty of time to think about it. It's a fair response, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm not like bothered or triggered or angered by what he said. Um, It it makes a lot of sense, but the the trick, Johnny, you, you touched on it. Is accountability it has it can't just be when shit hits the fan that all of a sudden now oh wow now I now I need to be accountable you need to be accountable win lose draw and that's mm-hmm. one of my issues with this team is that they pick and choose when they want to be accountable that doesn't fly right yeah. right sounds, that's convenient that's way too convenient this yeah. will sound silly mm-hmm. like to a lot of people but I'll ask you guys outright like I mean it'll seem like this is insignificant stuff. But I'm not sure if it is, so I want to ask you guys. Like, I know Jalen is, like, mellow, okay? And Jason mumbles into his chest a little bit, okay? You're not getting a lot out of these guys. How important is not just accountability, and but almost putting on an act a little bit. You know, like, after a win, just a little pep, a little enthusiasm, a little lift, like – because you're the front facing, you know, you know, people of the franchise. It is weird. Every time you get a win and you ask Jason Tatum about it, he's like, I, I just tried to get to the spots. And know it was a good game. Cause and the way this team has been for two years it's like, now, it's like winning's almost a relief. You know, yeah. it's not, it's not like yeah. it's exciting. It's like, Ooh, man, but it's, we can't get nailed tonight. It's, it's like, you want to get excited. You want to get behind them. You want your the teammates been to see exciting? it too. Yeah. They've scraped, I don't know. Out a, they've scraped out a couple wins against teams that they probably should have won against. It's, it hasn't been a great, exciting it, but win. But to and... me, it's like, I think that matters some. Is so much of it, it's like, it's not that hard. Fucking Jimmy. Um, <laughs> it's, not that, it's not that hard to do this. Like this is. I did like Tatum going off the glass to Brown stuff. tonight. I know, I know. If that connected, I think that would have ended all their troubles, honestly. But all of that stuff, a lot of that stuff matters. Like being a little bit of peppiness in that, a little bit more, you know, you know, show on, you know, on the court or whatever. It's just, you don't get a lot of it. So people don't have a lot to go on. uh, Even when they're playing well, it doesn't seem like there's any joy in them playing well. Yeah. And that, that's, that is a little odd. Um, But I I think, I can't remember who said it, but when you think back to all the games that they've won together, it's almost like they're numb to the fact that they're, they've been so successful. And so when they do play well, it just doesn't feel like it's that big a deal to them. <laughs> this sounds like something I would write. You know what I mean? So I, yeah, I, I don't, I mean, I, I no, wish the that smiling they together so. proves it. Yeah. 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 No, no, no these, there, these guys hate Korea, each other. No, I got you shrug. They don't no, hate each other. I, just don't th- I don't think that they have the kind of relationship that, 
all of us want them to have. They have the kind of relationship that works for them. And that's yeah. really yeah. what matters. Well, the, the narrative of their career builds in this too with what John's talking about. The early winning almost felt but like a given. And, and then yeah. and then the expectation builds up to the point where like like I said, winning becomes a relief. It's the expectation, it's a relief. It doesn't feel great. People aren't surprised by it. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I think attitude has a lot to do with it as well, or at least it could help the situation. You know, they don't have to be, they don't have to create a new handshake, but you know, I mean, the post-game interviews, whether it's that, or we don't know how these guys are when they're when in practice and joking around and stuff, but yeah, I just they think, may love it. I just think when, when or lose, yeah, th- that would help just to show that the, Hey, I'm, I'm excited to be in a situation. I'm excited. It's the least, it's the speech. least of their problems. It's just every time you watch it, I'm like, are you happy? Be happy. Be happy right. that you won. You know, be happy and win, then be happy with what we're seeing. Um, yeah. find, I think find the, what, do one or the yeah. other. If you can't do both, either yeah. kick ass and win games or play with a little more joy. Give yeah, me yeah. one of the two. Well, we know this team was going to be somewhat of a bridge team this year when we talked about expectations. I don't think any of our expectations were through the roof. The concern now is just we see what it looks like year in and year out when all the pressure's on these guys and just scanning ahead into the future, even the middle of the season. Like, I just don't know how much flexibility, how much ability that they're going to have in general to third star improve in general. And that's I wish Jimmy was here for this comment, by the way. But anyway, go ahead, Bobby. That, Sorry. That's the that's the long outlook concern that you have with this group. And we can talk about personalities and chemistry and all this stuff all day long. When you just look at the sheet the roster that's slapped down in front of you, I know we all had varying ideas. Did we lose Bobby? Oh man. One by one. One by one. Is this, this a squid is, game? And I didn't know about it. It's squid game. Eight. It's it's final destination. <laughs> 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 nah, I'll keep I'll keep my life. I'm good. <laughs> I definitely Brock wouldn't have Black gone back. Right. Keep you alive. Brock you got me back now. I would have been one of those yeah. few people that didn't go back. I would have been like, no, nah, I'm good. I'll, I'll take my problems. Bobby just broke the honeycomb. Yep. <laughs> um, hey, no spoilers. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, Brock and Bobby. Someone oh, said Bobby like got the umbrella honeycomb. Um. Anyway, uh, we did lose Jimmy. Went au revoir, and that's fine. Uh, <laughs> we're going to wrap it up ourselves in a little bit. Um, so uh, thank you guys for hanging out. Guys, final takes here before we before we say goodnight. Again, it's a win. A win they had to have. They're going on to Miami. What would we have said tonight if they lost? Oh, it would have been I so mean, bad. my God, that first half, holy crap. You know, they like were I down said, by five, six. It wasn't looking five, good. You know, they, they played. They, it wasn't 12 minutes. It was like, yeah, they were right. Wait, did it go... Was it five, six, seven? What? When did that lead get to six, seven in the in the six in the second quarter? Right, yeah, I think it was the second quarter. quarter. Yeah. And the then third and quarter, Minnesota came out and just and then they shut it down. Right. No, down. I just couldn't remember when that peaked. I think it was a seven point Se- lead at some quarter, point. Yeah. In the second quarter, but you're right. I mean, that just a, a really putrid first half. But again, it's good to see them having gear to play basically a quarter's worth of basketball and put a team away. And that's what they did. They had to do it. They had their players only meeting. They had their distraction, more positives than negatives to come from tonight because you needed, you needed the W you needed, they needed to have the uncomfortable conversation. So Joe Sway gets to check his box. A lot of stuff got done. And 79 Um, points. It doesn't matter who you're playing today. That's good defense. So that's what I've been looking for. 
that's yeah. the carrier that has to happen in Miami, right? I mean, that's mm. my this is my final thought here. Like, regardless, uh, of the, the what's up, Jimmy? Sorry, Bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> There he is. <laughs> like, regardless of the outcome, Bonsoir, and I, and serious, me. Yeah. regardless of the outcome, I want to see the best defense we've ever seen from this team. That's how we're going to know how close these guys were. Well, not close, but that's how we're going to know how far that conversation went in the sense of actually coming to a, a positive result. Can these guys all be committed on defense the way we saw in the preseason? I mean, it sounds ridiculous, but that's exactly true. I mean, that the best I've seen this team defend is in the preseason. You know, and I want to see them get back to that or at least just try to maintain that as much as possible against the Miami Heat. And that'll give yourself yeah. a chance for sure. But also Jason Tatum's going to do his 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 part in the offensive end, I think, for sure. So perfect but, time to be playing Miami. You're coming off a win. Yeah. A lot of the questions that people yeah. have had about this team, you've addressed to some degree against a bad Orlando team. But can you do it against a team that's playing for something other than damn ping pong balls? Miami is legit. I mean, when you look at their roster, you look at the way that they play, you look at the fact that they've added some new pieces to the mix as well, and they're not having nearly as many issues in terms of, you know, harm, you know, being play, being able to play together harmoniously as the Celtics are. This is a great test for the Celtics to see where they are because they, again, they're certainly, I think the Celtics have every reason to feel better about themselves because they beat Orlando. But if you beat Miami in Miami, now you're starting to do the kind of things that those who thought you would be better than you played can feel better about investing in you. Uh, I'm not quite ready to sell my Celtic stock just yet, but oh, we're having that conversation not yet, Sharon. Well, I'm so, listen, Joe Sway, and let's keep it real. There's a lot of people that have have gone to the bank and said, "I'm withdrawing yeah. all my Celtic stock because they're true. not going to be this side or the other." I don't think we're there yet because I do it's think it's will get better. Hours. Yeah, they'll get better as the season progresses, but is that going to translate to wins? I don't know, but they will be better. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Fair. What fair you got, enough. Jimmy? What's What's the question? Since I missed it. Wrap it you know, up, buddy. I mean, you're not going to trade for Evan, Evan Fournier. All right. Wrap it I mean, up, Frenchie. Like, whatever you got. <laughs> or, don't I mean, get me going on Fournier. If we're looking ahead to, I mean, or Yabu Selly, we're not bringing him yeah, back. Lean back away from your <laughs> microphone. Why not? <laughs> Yabu's not getting a tryout. All right. <laughs> tonight, you know, tonight's game, you know, an expected win is what it is. I'm not going to harp on it. If we're looking ahead to tomorrow, it's pretty simple. You're going into Miami, you're playing a bunch of winners. And right now, you guys are a bunch of losers. So prove people wrong. Pro- prove that you guys are winners. Go go in there and Damn. punch them first. No, it's true, though. I mean, I'm not even trying to be mean about it. Like, find me a winner. But you are. No, I'm, I'm trying to be real. I mean, I, I don't know who would argue the point. The, the, the Heat are winners. They've, they've been there. They've, you know, beaten you. They've got a guy named Kyle Lowry on their team who knows what it takes to win a championship. Certainly, Jimmy Butler knows what it takes to win. Um, we've already talked about uh, Tyler Hero this season. Um, they, this team got... can make them look really bad tomorrow. They need. I know a, they, they can. They so, need this is the kind of game. They'll compete. That you know, like yeah. if, you come out, if you come out, if you come out on the on the wrong end of it, that's another story. It's how it's how you come out on on that other end. You know, I'd love to see them pull out a win, but I don't think you know. I know they're not going to go in as the favorite tomorrow. But if they can show that they have some fight in them and that they're playing together, that's what it's about. It's, again, it's not about Jason Tatum dropping 35. It's about doing what it takes to win these games and putting yourself in a position, making the players around you better. That's really what I'm looking for. So if they can show up and make it a game tomorrow, at the very least, 
then I'll, I'll, you know, I feel like that's still a loser's mentality to say like, oh, let's, let's find a silver lining here. But the way that the season started, I'm looking for silver linings. And that yeah. No, and they're a worse team than the Heat. So you go in there, you're underdog, you're on national TV. It's the kind of game you can get up for because what we've been talking about through some of these losses are losing to teams you shouldn't be losing to, or at least you shouldn't be getting blown out and bodied yeah. by. So this is a good opportunity here to kind of play up and wake up for a game, especially on a back-to-back where they're only going to have a couple hours here to, until they're ramping up again for this one. And you did some good things the night before. They can translate this a little bit easier than they would if they were just going home and taking a day yeah. off in Boston. I hate cliches, but this is a 48-minute <laughs> game. This is one of those games where if they play like the first 38 minutes and then t- do what they did with the Bulls and take their foot off the gas, they'll get absolutely blown by. Like, they can't have lapses anywhere here. Uh, but they can't have a ton of bad stretches. They can't lose focus. They can't play disconnected. It could be one they, of those comeback games, though. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I, they really, really, really got to keep it together. Maybe in a losing my, effort. Miami, Miami has their S together. Oh. and. And if yeah. you turn the ball over at bad possessions, they get their ass running the other way. Yeah. So, so they could the points could pile up. That's that's the thing, is like you saw it with the Bulls. They're like, oh good, you're you're not you're 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 shutting down for a little. Let me, you know, let me, you know, blow your doors off here. I think Miami can absolutely oh, do let that. Me add, so. Let me add one more one more thing too, also. Uh keep an eye on that matchup between uh Bam Adebayo and Robert Williams. You know, I yes. think that's a really good that's a good uh, another uh, test for for Rob. Because remember last year he had his he had his he was on the wrong side of some, some you okay that, one sided that, battles. That that's a that's an. I'm gonna call in sick for this one. <laughs> Come on, John. We're queuing. We can queue up this segment for what less than 24 hours, right? So we'll have it ready for you. John, John might the Heat have him. so many more good players than the Celtics do. First There's NBA so TV game, by the way. Not but just keep your eye on this matchup. We'll see. That that's the okay. that's the test right there, right, John? That's how we'll be able to gauge uh, the, how 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 fall how fall off uh, the drop off has been for for Rob. We'll see. I don't think it's been that off lately, but hey, we're just saying, John. I hear you. What a killer that Bulls game was. You just talk about how you'd be feeling going into this. For that Bulls game, if they just held on, didn't have that epic, even in the fourth quarter tonight, like when they went to the fourth up, what 19, it was like, all right, it should be over, but let's see. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, all right, <laughs> none of us was like, this one's done. We're like, who, yeah. who has not gotten a closing thought here? Because I want to, I want to, we got to wrap it. We've been going for a bit. Everybody, good? good? Yeah, we're good. We're good. All right, guys, no, uh, that's it. We did it. Congratulations. All right. did it. We'll see everybody. <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. Beat the magic. We, everyone Our reward, yelled. Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> Say bonsoir to everybody. Uh, go to com.com slash garden. Receive 40% off. Com premium subscription. Number one sleep and meditation app out there. Uh, s- sponsor of the garden report. So please support our sponsors. Uh, thank you guys for hanging out. Go play yes. your little rain sounds. The great deal. Go get it, guys. Com.com slash garden. Com.com slash garden. We're back tomorrow, I guess. Uh, and we'll see what happens. 